Hey there, Margie Bryce here bringing you the Krabby Pastor podcast. And I don't think you're going to be too surprised to know that it's too easy today to become the Krabby Pastor. Our time together will give you food for thought to help you be the ministry leader fully surrendered to God's purposes and living into whatever it takes to get you there and keep you there. So we're talking about sustainability in ministry. And I have to give this disclaimer like right up front because I have not podcasted ever before. So this should be an interesting journey for me. I have done radio before and I think the funniest radio story I could tell I was working on my undergrad, and it was in communications, and I was working at a Christian radio station. Uh, What happened is we were doing, as they call, rip and read. I had to take what came off of the wire, rip the paper off, you know, back in the day, rip the paper off and read whatever was on there. And I, I have to confess, I totally butchered how I read the sports, according to my husband. But anyhow, I was there one evening by myself and I was doing the rip and read news and I went through all the news and just read it off the wire as is. We're such a small station, we didn't even rewrite it. And then I said, and today's lottery numbers are, and I got like three numbers in when I realized, oh, I'm at the Christian radio station. We probably don't do that here. I sat and waited for you know, the phone to ring and people to start shrieking, but that never happened. So this actually for me is quite fun. I think I sort of am reliving the day back in Radio Land when I did all that. And hopefully, I don't think I'll be reading the lottery numbers for you there. Just wanted a brief moment of self-confession and the disclaimer of the fact that I am a new podcaster. I want to start our session off, though, with kind of what I'm going to call a theology moment, because I remember the moment that I was called into ministry. Uh, Can you remember yours? So we're called into ministry, you know, whether it's urban, rural, mega, or micro ministry. Um, you, You enter that with gusto and bravado, and you're just full of your call, and you want to make a difference for for Jesus. And I have to say, I entered my call with naivete, like if being naive was a sin, I would be burning somewhere heavily right now. I was pretty naive about what it all meant and where it was all going to go. So we have our call there that is always there to reflect on no matter where we're at, whether we're crabby or not. You go back to that call and you remember, you remember, you remember in the tough times you say, I am called. I have a couple of scriptures I want to share with you. First Corinthians 6, and of course, yes, we know First Corinthians, there was a lot of nonsense going on. That's a nice way to put it. A lot of nonsense going on down there. And they wrote to Paul with a series of questions. And what about this? What about that? And you can see how Paul addresses them one at a time. And there just really was some bad doings going on down there, challenging or the I wouldn't want to be there pastor kind of thing. And in chapter 6, verses 19 and 20 is a great reminder. Paul says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, 
honor God with your bodies. But before that, in verse 12, I like this. I quote this a lot. I do the um, Margie Bryce paraphrase with this a lot. He says, I have the right to do anything you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything you say, but I will not be mastered by anything. I always like to say, you can do anything you want. It just may not be a great idea to do that. Now, of course, Paul was talking about all kinds of nonsense, including sexual immorality that was going down. But the temple of the Holy Spirit and and not being your own is something that we want to really hang on to and remind ourselves of. And we are, as it says in Ephesians 2.10, another one of my favorite, favorite passages. Of course, I say that a lot, I think, or my congregants used to say that. You say that a lot. Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And I like to liken that God's handiwork, the poema of us being this majorly intricate and elaborate craft that God formed by hand. You know, think if you're somebody that creates things with your hands. We are God's handiwork individually, and we were created specifically in Christ Jesus because there are things that God has for us to do. So we have bodies given to us by God, and it's a reminder that we are not our own. Not everything is a great idea, and there are things that we are created in advance to do. So we're created with purpose for a purpose, but it's hard to get us to slow down. Those kind of marching orders, we just want to pick up the ball and just run and run hard and fast. And the honest truth is we could ride by a billboard every day that said in big letters, slow the heck down from God and ignore it. We would do that because we are on a mission from God and there's great purpose in that. We get excited about that. And today we sense the urgency in that. We're created for that. And then we are equipped for that. We are given spiritual gifts for all that. So guess what? It's really easy to almost feel invincible and unstoppable. Nothing can stop us, right? Even loading our serving platter with too much and then running around as fast as we can from table to table, trying to serve everybody and everything everywhere, along the way we start to feel almost invincible. And I'll say more about that in just a moment. Hey, I would love to hear what makes you crabby or what might make you crabby on just the right day, you know? Or maybe maybe you know what makes your friend in ministry crabby. You could send that along too. Send it to Margie at MargieBryce.com. That's Margie at MargieBryce.com and that may indeed be fodder for our next session together. So yeah, that's some uh, really lofty talk there. And now it's time for Tales from the Trek. 
Are you invincible? Sometimes I think I am invincible. I can go and do whatever I want, wherever I want, you know, within reason, because not everything's a good idea, right? I was recently reminded that I'm not exactly invincible. And it hit home in a pretty hard way. I took a trip in July down a flight of stairs, and I ended up really breaking my wrist to the tune of I now have hardware of a plate and screws in my wrist, and I'm still still working through all of that. It was pretty mind-blowing thing, a uh, pretty painful thing as well. And I ended up um, getting the break confirmed uh, of what I'm affectionately referring to as Bob Joe's urgent care. I was the only one in there. And while I thought that was a great thing, then I thought, why is nobody in here? Is this all right in here? It turns out the the fine folks at Bob Joe's urgent care there were exactly right. It was broken. It was badly broken. They were either going to manipulate the bone, which that did not sound like fun at all. I've seen that on other people. And I might possibly need surgery. But by the time I made it to the like for real urgent care, they kind of gave me the idea that everything's okay. So I was relieved I was not going to get my wrist manipulated on no matter how much pain meds they gave me. That still did not sound like a great idea. So I went home and, and boy, 8.30 Monday morning, the orthopedic doctor was calling, the office was calling to set me up an appointment. I got an appointment that day. This should have really been a heads up. They don't call you and tell you to get in here today for nothing. And uh, 2 p.m. in the afternoon, the doctor's telling me I need surgery. And oh, by the way, we're doing it tomorrow morning. And I'm thinking, well, wait, wait, wait a minute. I awoke from surgery. It was pretty painful because when you break your wrist, it really impacts your whole arm. And so my upper arm has been kind of in pain more so than where they put the hardware in, I think. Having to have people help me a lot is not something that I do really well. And I'm admitting this a few weeks in here in my household that I don't like to ask people for help. It's hard for me. I'm pretty, you know, invincible. I'm pretty resourceful. I am a compulsive problem solver. I am a perfectionist. I, you know, and I get things done. I am a charter member of the Getter Done Club. I don't like this idea that I have to ask people for help. I don't like this idea that I have to slow down. I'm really crabby about the fact that I can't do the cycling that I was doing. And I'm especially crabby that I was not going to be able to work out with a friend. I finally found a friend to work out with me about something. And and now, no, I cannot do that either. So I'm not, I'm kind of crabby about the slow down thing. I really am. And I'm kind of crabby that I'm not invincible. It really was a reality check. I think I walked around for about like five days just mulling over the fact that 
I couldn't do everything that I wanted to do in the way I wanted to do them and that I was having to ask people for help. At the end of the day, I chose to step back from some things. You know, sometimes we get a lot on our plate and it's all good stuff. It's all really good stuff, but it's too much stuff on your plate. So I had to step back from some face-to-face teaching that I was planning to do this fall because I, I, can't, I can't type to, you know, and people say, oh, just do the voice thing. Well, no, you have to go back and edit it. Just, oh, no, no. So I chose instead that, hey, my mouth still works. I can, I can talk at you. I can focus on this. And perhaps that's what God has for me for this time. And sometimes that's what we get. We get the mighty slow down. You are not invincible. I think scripture tells us in several places in Psalms that we're like the withering grass. You know, if you think about the seasons, you're there one minute and you're not the other. And I always think, well, can't I be a perennial? I'd rather be a perennial or maybe I'm just an annual. I don't know. But whatever it is, I know we want to give God our best and we don't like to slow down. We think we are lazy if we slow down. How's that? Who wants to wear that tag? Not me. Definitely not. And nor do I want to wear the tag mediocre. (laughs) Mediocre. Who wants to be mediocre in ministry? So we want to give our best and our all. And we are tending to run at a fast pace with a heavy load, which is the bad bad combination. So while Paul tells us that we can do anything we want, you know, which the Margie Bryce paraphrases, you can do anything you want, but it's just not always a good time, a good idea rather. Gee, maybe we need to look at everything we're doing and prioritize some things and actually let some things go. Let them go. I had to do it. it. And I can't tell you it was picnic time. It was rather grueling, but, but I did it. And God's peace arose as I did it. You know, we are finite. We don't like to think of ourselves like that, but we do have a limited lifespan. I'm sure many of you know this, but we're not our own. And our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit. So what what state is your temple in? Is it is it kind of rusty? Is it like leaning like it could fall over at any particular moment? Is it in disrepair? How is the temple of the Holy Spirit at which you reside? So we're on this mission from God. We are looking to do everything that we are created to do. And I got to say, nowhere in scripture does it say that Jesus booked like a lunatic to Bethany. This pace that we're running at is crazy. And we don't need to do that. God does not need for us to do that. Because the truth is, is that we have to be faithful in, in the small things that God has given for us to do. And then God does the rest of the work, probably the bulk of the work, no doubt, the heavy lifting. In Matthew, it tells us, come to me, all you who are heavy laden, 
and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. My burden is light. Are you living that? That was one of the verses that just really grabbed me before I became a Christian in my mid-20s, and that will be a, a, a conversation for another time for sure, because I intend to share those kinds of things with you. Come to me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So we want to see God at work around us. But how do we do that if we're so busy thinking that we are invincible and responsible for everything and all of it, when in reality, we just need to be faithful and obedient in the day that God has given to us, the day called today. At the end of the day, you have a choice. You can say to yourself, was I faithful and obedient today with everything God gave me to do? And if the answer is yes, well, thank you, Jesus. That is a wonderful thing. We're only responsible for one day at a time here. God is in the present with us. And if the answer happens to be no, well, let me tell you, you are just one good repentance prayer away from getting back on track. And to quote Scarlett O'Hara, tomorrow is another day. So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to look at the amount of things you're doing And I give you permission to remove at least one, maybe more, things that really are not moving you towards what God has for you in this particular season. And I I do want to say to you, I thought for sure when I stepped back from that teaching, face-to-face teaching, which I was really excited about, the dean was so gracious to me and so helpful. And I thought for sure, oh boy, once I step back from this, because I'm fairly new with them, that's going to be it. Nope. Nope. Let's talk again how we're going to work January schedule. And I had to say, well, I don't know. I January, that, that whole semester is I've got a couple of obligations, like at a conference and that kind of thing. And she's we'll work through this, we'll work around this. She was just so gracious. So, you know, sometimes you think by saying no, that, you know, everything's going to be a wash. And maybe God has for you to do that very thing. But maybe the timing just isn't there. Just a little encouragement. So look at everything you're doing. See if you can't off something that really, it will be a good thing and it will be a hard thing for you to do, no doubt. But see if there's something just just to lighten the load just a little bit. And then ask yourself why it is that you go charging through the parking lot just to go to the grocery store. You know, have you have you ever watched your pace in general? Watch your pace. See, I'm like, what do I think I'm doing? I'm not racing anything. I'm not nobody's timing me. I'm not out for a cardio workout just from the car to the grocery store. Why am I why am I not just walking slowly, especially if it's great weather out, just walking slowly. So we need to slow the heck down and look at how much we're carrying. You will want to join in on the Krabby Pastor community. The goal here is 
here are the things that we need to be doing and we need to be paying attention to so that we don't become the crabby pastor. Nobody wants to be around the crabby pastor, do they? And you don't want your ministry influence to be diminished because that will make you crabby. Here we are in a very unique era, kind of sort of post-COVID. Eh, you know, we're still in in that era and many pastors are overwhelmed, anxious, and unsure of which next steps they want to take. Well, I want to say to you that I am called to be a coach and I'm a coach with boots on the ground kind of experience backed by the books. I've been there and done that. I've even been burnt out working hard for the kingdom and my goal is to work alongside ministry leaders, especially those that are a little entrepreneurial. That's always fun, but uh, just ministry leaders in general to help build sustainability into your lifestyle so that you can follow the dreams the Holy Spirit has given you because I do believe the Holy Spirit is doing a new thing in this era and in the life and purposes of the church and for those who radically want to follow Jesus Christ. So I'm here for you. You'll want to check out our Facebook group that is Self-Care and Sustainability for Ministry Leaders. Join in there for routine, very regular posts that are designed to encourage you and help you build that sustainability into your life and into your ministry. And my website is margiebrice.com. Margiebrice.com, you can set up a, a free discovery call or just pass along your contact information so that I can send out a monthly newsletter and you, you get information before other people generally do about what's going on with the Krabby Pastor community. So take care and take care of yourself so that you can be God's fully surrendered person. This is Margie Bryce for the Krabby Pastor signing off. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for considering what it looks like to be the crabby pastor. And my hope and prayer would be that you would be doing everything that you need to do to not be the crabby pastor. <laughs>